You're listening to the audio portion of Workshop Wednesdays. Workshop Wednesdays is a free live discussion about topics affecting accountants, bookkeepers, and business owners. You can join the Avo group in Facebook to participate live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Just search for ABBO in Facebook. This podcast is brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com, where you will learn, grow, and build a thriving bookkeeping practice. We have hundreds of lessons with almost every aspect of the industry. Start your free month today at SchoolofBookkeeping.com. Workshop Wednesday. Um, my name is Dan DeLong. I'm here with uh, Carrie Kahn, who's finishing up her lunch, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All finished. <laughs> okay, good. And we're also joined today uh, with uh, Vikram from File. Thank you, uh, Vikram, for taking out uh, time out of your day to, to join us. Um, where are you in the world these days? Well, I'm usually in uh, south of Jersey, but right now I'm in India. Oh, oh wow. just around the, just, just around, around the corner. corner. <laughs> just around the corner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, thanks, Dan. Thanks, you. To, uh, Carrie, for having me over. Uh, really excited. Yeah, yeah. And um, as we talked about it yesterday, we were talking about you know best practices of setting up um, you know expense uh, cards, and when you have a card, when you have a card holder, and you do a parent and, and uh, a child relationship, and and adding in, you know, another another sub account so that you can uh, track, track the payments, track the payments and things of that nature. Um, so we are uh, trying to, um, you know, we wanted to have you guys on because you have actually come up with a with a way not to have to do all that <laughs> that stuff. Uh, so we want to talk a little bit uh, about that on today's uh, workshop. But if uh, anybody's watching uh, from either YouTube or Facebook or wherever it's uh, Twitch, I mean, we also go out to Twitch and LinkedIn. Uh, put in the chat like where you're, where you're, where, where you're from. You? <laughs> where are you where seeing you, us? Where are you watching <laughs> us from? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so <clears throat> let's go ahead and. Um, you know, Vikram, you have you have some things that you want to want to share. It's kind of like walk, walking us through this uh, this journey of uh, expense management and what what causes uh, people headaches, right? With uh, with this process, right? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I have a screen share uh, going. Uh, share a few slides. Yeah, yeah. So let me know once it's mm-hmm. visible. I see it. You can see it. All right, great, cool. Thanks for that. And 
Um, good it's, it's great to uh, you know be presenting today. To, uh, by way, a little over uh, three years, uh, head partnerships and uh, lead the program file for accounting firms. Um, so full disclosure, I'm not an accountant, but happen to work with a lot of accountants uh, with a, a variety of uh, accounting firms, right? So starting from uh, several of the top 100 firms to a long tail of smaller, mid-sized um, accounting firms. Uh, and um, there's one thing which I hear a lot and my team hears a lot. And, you know, drum rolls over here. <laughs> Receipts. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, you can never have enough of them, but you still manage to make a pile of them, you know, every now and then. And uh, not only from an accountant standpoint, but also from a user or an approver standpoint, it's, it's a big headache. And uh, the other thing that we also hear very often is, um, you know, credit cards and, uh, you know, statements which are coming in from banks and credit card companies. So when Dan and Carrie spoke about the topic around the credit card reconciliation and the, uh, the way to set it up in uh, QuickBooks, um, you know, I was all ears and I said, you know what, bring me on. And I think there's, there's a big problem that we're talking about here. And uh, uh, I'd love to sort of uh, discuss more about this. Uh, so, so here I am. Uh, thanks again uh, for having me over. Um, so, you know, over the next 20 minutes or so, um, um, you know, um, uh, I'd like to sort of discuss about uh, what is credit card reconciliation, the process involved in the reconciliation of credit cards, typical challenges faced by um, finance teams, um, the cost of ine inefficient reconciliation processes, and uh, also can an expense management software really help, right? So these are some of the things that we're going to talk about in the um, um, 15 to 20 more minutes uh, around from now. So, um, so yeah, if you have any questions, uh, any feedback, uh, please keep, keep it coming on, on the chat. I uh, would love to hear from you on what your thoughts are, what your experiences are uh, around this, uh, this area, right? Um, so, well, all of us are, uh, would be aware uh, of some process of credit card reconciliation, I'm sure. Um, you know, it simply means ensuring that the amount that you get on the credit card statement is actually matching the list of individual transactions that you would have performed or a person would have performed um, using that credit card. Now, in case of a business or a corporate card that has been issued for employees, um, they're actually spending on behalf of the company. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that is... Uh, one of the reasons why, um, you know, it needs to be accurately sort of uh, taken care of and reconciled uh, and from all across the organization, right? Um, so there are several reasons why this becomes important for an organization. Some of them include, you know, uh, for, from a tax and audit purpose uh, to ensure that all expenses are accounted for and are compliant mm, uh, to also sort of... Um, Eliminate the you know any possible fraud uh, you know possibility of a fraud or a, or, a, or an error of the transaction. Um, yeah. Some of these you know companies also use it very effectively from a budgeting and forecasting standpoint, right? Um, 
this is a measure often implemented by uh, organizations as they scale so that they're able to you know um, bring in more controls more um, um, you know uh, uh, predictability in the way the organization functions and employees spend and so on and so forth now, now Vikram uh, question for you um, the uh, at what point does uh, does this become typically a uh, a, a, a need for a business uh, to, to do this as opposed to, you know, I've got a business bank account, I've got one card, um, you know, at what point, you know, typically, you know, in, in your experiences, you know, when does a company approach this, um, this situation where they need to, you know, give corporate cards or, or cardholder cards to right. their employees for, for expense uh, purchasing Great question. Uh, uh, expensive. Sure, Dan. I think uh, it's a very valid question because when the organization is really small, like let's say one or two employees or owner-run firms um, uh, who are managing their own expenses, uh, who are also managing some some part of accounting by themselves, um, it's not too much of an issue because you are aware of where you're spending, you're aware of uh, how it's being spent, um, you know, uh, and also from an accounting standpoint, you'd be not talking volume. So you could have, a, you know, a few tens of expenses that you that you can probably sit at the end of, towards the end of the month and then probably code all of them or provide those uh, that information. The, the problem really happens when you have a lot of expenses coming in, right? Uh, a few hundreds of expenses. Um, now, this could be a combination of uh, very few people you know, uh, using the card and uh, coming up with a lot of expenses, or it could be a common, uh, you know, it could also be uh, having tens of hundreds of employees or even, you know, for that, for that matter, anything about five to six employees, this starts to become a problem. Mm. Um, now, another scenario where we've seen this becomes a problem is when you have, when you're dealing with uh, somebody outside of your organization to manage uh, this workflow for you because uh, the context is completely lacking for that external person. Uh, they need to rely on you as, a, as an owner or, or somebody who's using the credit card to, to provide all the inputs required for uh, you know, uh, doing the reconciliation and also coding that in, uh, expense right. right in the accounting software. And that's when it starts to become a problem as well. Yeah, because I, I can see this being, um, you can go ahead and go to your next slide, but I, I can see this being a, uh, a challenge because the people actually doing the expense, you know, charging the credit card, they don't know enough about the business to know what to ca categorize it uh, appropriately to. Uh, right. And then, you know, that person in the middle uh, doesn't know either, right? Like they <laughs> they don't know what the what the guy is buying those right. purchases for uh, and maybe potentially not knowing where to, where to categorize it to. So like every one of those particular people knows more than, you know, than the person. Like an... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, so it does make it, that's, I can see where that, that becomes a challenge is because there's not one person in that, in that workflow that knows everything, um, you know, what, what's being spent, and who, who to categorize, you know, what to categorize it to, what job to categorize it to, and those, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, if you were to look at um, the credit card reconciliation process itself, um, you know, very simply put, this is how it, it, yeah. it should look at least, right? Uh, on one end, you have the credit card, uh, you know, uh, provider where the employees are making the spend uh, or spending using the credit card. Uh, ideally, this information needs to come in in some form or the other, right? So it could be like a bank statement that can be downloaded from some of the bank's websites, or uh, there are some very specific banks where uh, it is possible to get these feeds in, into QBO or not uh, as well. Uh, on the other end, we rely to the exact point that you were mentioning, uh, Dan, um, we rely on um, employees to provide the details on what that spend is all about, right? Where did they spend it? What did they spend it on? Uh, how should it be coded? Uh, is it a gas station? Is it a client meeting? Is it Lowe's? Is it, you know, Walmart? Is, you know, is it, is it just a coffee that they had on the way? Um, should it be a billable expense? Um, was it for a specific project or a specific job, et cetera, right? So um, we rely heavily on, on the employees to fill in this information and provide this information in a timely manner as well, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to, to add to the complexity, we also have, you know, uh, credits, um, you know, reversals, refunds, uh, also sort of uh, put into the mix uh, to add to the complexity for, for the finance folks. Um, yeah. Right. And, and so, uh, sometimes the merchant will, like this actually happened to me in December. I had a legitimate charge that was no problem. I don't have these systems in place, but I saw it in there the same day, the same amount, right. which simply means the merchant swiped it twice. And I don't exactly. think it was anything malicious. I think it was just a clerical error, but had I not seen it, you know, that could, especially if you have high volume, it could be so lost and, and, you know, such an expense to a company if you don't have a, have this under control. Absolutely, uh, Kerry. Um, that is that is uh, one of the areas that we see quite often, uh, especially if, uh, if if the company is large enough and you know you have over let's say fifteen to twenty employees uh, or even fifty employees, it's literally impossible to check each and every line item by anybody humanly, right? And that that starts to spiral. And you lose control over what employees are spending on, and then you, you can't check for such uh, um, errors or issues at all, right? So it becomes pretty right. tough. Um, I'm going to throw out a, a question here. So anybody who's watching, right, like on average, what is the number of cardholders that you see uh, in your business or clients? So we can, you know, anybody who's uh, uh, seeing this on, on Facebook or YouTube or our, our website, uh, you know, throw that in the chat is, uh, you know, on average, you know, how much of a, how much of an issue is this? Um, and so we can kind of get an idea of, uh, you know, what we're, what we're dealing with just live today. And That's the fraud great. thing is certainly <clears throat> definitely something to be aware of and, and have some systems in place to catch that because goodness gracious, if an employee has a business card, and they run up to Starbucks, they might grab the wrong one. You know, is that fraud? Is it a mistake? Then you have to have a system of, okay, well, that needs to come out of your pay because that's not, <laughs> that's yeah. your morning Joe, not, it's not a deductible meeting expense. So 
Absolutely. And lots of um, boundaries and, and systems. It makes it confusing. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, pretty much how it looks like for most businesses, right? That, yeah. uh, <laughs> you have the prior slide. That's the that's the ideal circumstance. Everything nice and orderly and flows right into yeah you know, the, the source of truth. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, a majority of the businesses, uh, you know, it's almost like you know uh, a lost. I, I like to call it a lost GPS tracker, right? Um, <laughs> goes round and round and round and round everywhere around, and then left turn, left turn, left turn. Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, into the lake there. So, yeah. Well, um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you thought so, this, yeah, I mean, this whole... Now you have to fix your car, <laughs> <laughs> or or claim damages completely. So, oh. yeah, exactly. So you know. Uh, this is how it looks for most organizations that we've come across, right? And uh, mm -hmm. this couple with broken bank feeds, the bank feeds are never reliable. I mean, that's a big problem for which <laughs> yes. a lot of customers and partners as well, right? Um, the other thing is, I mean, for the lack of a better word, uh, employees lack the required discipline to turn in receipts on time, uh, which means, um, <coughs> sorry, <clears throat> Um, chasing employees for every, uh, you know, receipts every month. That's a painful, painstaking uh, activity that uh, finance teams have to undertake, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple with damaged paper receipts uh, mm -hmm. and uh, checking every line item for fraudulent transactions to what you were talking about, uh, okay, yeah. um, that can take a long time. And uh, I mean, even, even if you spend a lot of time, it's almost impossible to um, you know, identify that uh, very easily, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I, when you say lost or damaged, I, I, I remember pulling receipts out of my wallet that have been sitting there for, you know, a, a, a couple of weeks and they're either faded or all black because they're on thermal paper. And they, <laughs> I'm in Arizona, so, you know, you barely leave it in the car for 15 minutes and and now it's all it's a it's a black melted. piece of paper. It's a it's not melted. It's not a fire hazard. It's just turned all the the, the activated all the thermal uh, thermal <laughs> residue. You know, as uh, as now it's all black. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, what do you, how are you going to substantiate that 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 expense if you have crumpled up piece of paper or or has nothing or is all black? Yeah. You just hope that somebody will pass that and, you know, yeah. uh, scan right. it in <laughs> sooner. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, we've seen all sorts of things, right? I mean, uh, I was speaking to somebody um, the other day, one of the accountant, and uh, she said, we've seen everything from uh, cigarette butts to, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, all sorts of things. Put in an expense shoebox, right? I mean, it's it's a. I, I used to think that the, the term shoebox full of receipts is probably you know uh, just being used in in a lighter note, but until somebody actually showed me a shoebox full of receipts, <laughs> I was like, wow, it actually exists. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean, um, that's the life of an accountant. Unfortunately, uh, towards the end of the month. Uh, and it's 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 painful, right? Um, so so yeah. So um, 
moving on, uh, if you were to just put a number on uh, what does the cost of reconciliation or, um, you know, actually looks look like, uh, you know, um, we're talking about roughly about $58 per expense report, right? And, and uh, it typically takes about 15 to 20 minutes for an employee to submit one expense report. So it's not only a drain on the, on the accountant, but also a huge drain on the employee uh, for whom it's not even a primary sort of job to, uh, to manage, right? And, uh, and roughly an accountant spends, or accountant bookkeepers spend uh, almost about 30% of their time just trying to reconcile and get the right data in into the system, right? So that's a whole lot of uh, effort that people are putting in there. Where, uh, what, back. What, Internet <laughs> drop, sorry. What, uh, where does that $58, uh, I mean, I know you see the, the link there in the, uh, what does that cost uh, based off of just the time, you know, 20 minutes of time that, that it takes to, for, for the employee or is there, or is there more cost factors uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a combination of multiple things there, right? So it's not only for the employee, but also the approver who looks at that and says, you know what, it's okay to go ahead and spend this. And then it also goes to the finance folks. Uh, if there is a challenge or if there's a question from finance, they need to go through that and then send it back to the employee if they have a question, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, also in terms of, a possible fraudulent transaction, uh, accounting for a possible fraudulent transaction also is uh, sort of factored in that uh, $58. Got it. So, yeah, I remember uh, my days at Intuit. I was trying to substantiate um, accidentally getting in a limousine as opposed to <laughs> a taxi at an airport. Um, I was kind of uh, bamboozled uh, by... <laughs> by the limo driver uh so i i it was a, a combination of you know why is this so much and like, well there's more than two people in there you know <laughs> try but the guy's right. like you need a ride i'm like yes uh and then all of a sudden we're walking somewhere else of, other than the taxi stand and then Got shortly it. after they instituted uh you will always use uber uh as right. the, <laughs> as the way to get there yeah, but it, it I think this is a good call out, too, because just like when, um, you know, when people talk about managing timesheets, there's so much room for error and so many people get touched. Just one expense report. It's not yep. it's not as mi minor as you think. It's you know, we you go on these conferences. There's a lot of bills that come in. Are they all, you know, what we thought we'd spend? Are we within budget? Is it what we approved to do? Or did somebody get in a limo? Instead of the twenty dollar Uber, <laughs> my cover's blown. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't this last conference. This was old, but anyway, yeah, this was years ago. Years ago. Years ago. <laughs> like just when Uber was being the, because uh, oh. I remember seeing like, what the heck is Uber? Uh, right and, and, and why do I need to use that as the way to get from yeah. airport to hotel? And it's interesting how they launched it as well, right? I mean, they they actually launched the best of the cars uh, to start off with, and then yeah, it was it was like, fun. Those like you start with um, 
you when you go out to eat, you get a good bottle of wine, and if you need more, you go cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the difference anymore. You don't know the difference after a couple of things. After after three drinks, they all taste the same. That's right. And the headache gets worse, but that's another story. <laughs> So, so, automation. In terms of power of automation, what can automation really help uh, achieve, right? So, uh, in terms of receipt submission, it can ease up the process for the employees. Um, Intelligent extraction and, uh, you know, reporting means the employees need to put in lesser effort and time sort of going through this hassle of submitting receipts. Um, And um, ideally, um, you know, employees should not have to sort of keep so many receipts in their wallet, like you just mentioned, uh, Dan. Or, that's or, amazing that you don't yeah. have to do that. We, we exactly. all are programmed that those receipts go somewhere. I mean, even if it's in a manila envelope by month, you got to save them forever, seven years or whatever. But this right. gets around that. That's, phenom- that's phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, from an accounting standpoint as well, uh, it simply means that uh, you can check, you know, um, uh, any possible fraudulent transactions more easily. Uh, if the system can match the receipts to the transactions, that's great. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if uh, we're able to send that information into the accounting software automatically, that's even better. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's the best that you could hope for, right? So, um, so I think... You know, by having the right expense management software, uh, you can potentially sort of eliminate the manual processes which are involved uh, in the reconciliation and save a lot of productive time and give that time back uh, to to the employees and also the, to the finance folks uh, so that they can have a better time somewhere on the beach in Hawaii, right? So, um, so I think, uh, you know, also it, it means better employee experience, uh, more visibility into how you know uh, employees are spending uh, across the uh, you know across the organization. You you get to have a dashboard view of where people are spending, what project is gonna uh, you know uh, is costing them how much, and so on and so forth. Um, also, um, you know, minimizing error uh, due to uh, uh, you know if you're able to reduce the dependency on human inputs then you're actually also going to reduce the uh, possible human error that can happen, um, right? And um, in, in most of the solutions, you typically also have an audit trail, a digital audit trail. Uh, from a compliance standpoint, from an audit perspective, it becomes super simple and easy to uh, for somebody to sort of uh, go back there several months, several years after the transaction also to, to track exactly what has what has uh, transpired there, right? Uh, overall, I think it, it can save a lot of time and effort and frustration, uh, you know, for for uh, everybody sort of involved in the process, right? Um, so so I think you know that is what I wanted to sort of share in today's uh, you know um, discussion. Uh, would love to sort of top it up with more information uh, in the weeks to come. I, I did have a question. What is um when you said it minimizes the fraud? Are there, do you set the criteria in the software just to you know keep an eye out for? Or does it have AI to figure that out? 
Well, it is a combination of that. Um, it depends on what software you're using, but uh, it is possible in today's world and in age, it is possible for a machine learning system to gather in, you know, um, some of the settings that you've set up and build on that and use AI to sort of uh, intelligently sort of uh, identify any possible fraudulent transactions. Um, for example, you know, we can set up uh, you know, uh, settings where we're able to immediately let employees know if there is a fraudulent transaction or the administrators or let's say even the, uh, the firm owners know about it immediately. Awesome. So um, what you're, you know, kind of tying this back to, you know, to last week where we had talked about, you know, the way to solve for, for multiple credit cards uh, feeds coming in is to is to do this uh, parent child sub you know organize your chart of accounts in this parent child holder or child holder card holder <laughs> situation um, with with something that you're proposing you know as far as you know file is a is is an expense management solution right and we're not 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 uh, we want to be transparent about that it, it's something that you know a solution that that you you potentially are providing they don't need to do it that way. They just they just set up one account. The expense management software will, will manage all of the, you know take that squealy line that you had there and turn it into a nice straight line, uh, and then just feed it into one account uh, without without necessarily connecting the bank feeds, right? Correct. I mean, you you don't need to connect the bank feeds into Q, uh, QuickBooks at all. Uh, any transaction which happens. Um, you know, as soon as the employee swipes their card, that transaction lands into file immediately. And the uh, employee also gets to um, take a photograph of the receipt, respond to a text message which is sent to them. Okay. So imagine you're waiting in a, waiting in a line at Starbucks. Um, you swipe your card immediately, uh, even, even before your, you know, cappuccino is ready. You have a technical <laughs> before they even this. call your name. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, right? And uh, yeah, instantly you just take a photograph of the receipt and respond to well, that text message, right. and you're done. And they could go, "Oops, I need to pay you this back," or "This, I've, I took this client out for breakfast," and substantiate it. Can you use this solution as a standalone solution? I know it works great with QBO. Yep. Okay. QBO, QBD, uh, we can also oh, use it oh, okay. standalone. Oh, excellent. Okay. Good to know. Right. So, um, so Vikram and, uh, and some of his co colleagues are either going to be joining us, you know, over the next uh, few weeks as we, we kind of unpack some of these expense management woes <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, and talk about, uh, you know, business workflows that, that, uh, that businesses will, will, will come across when dealing with, you know, expense management and, uh, and, and how do they, you know, more effectively uh, manage their, their expenses. Let's see how I just to kind of change the word, flip the words around, <laughs> kind of use the definition as the, as the answer. Um, so um, we're not going to see you next week, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll have another topic about, uh, about expenses. Maybe we'll, do a, a demo, uh, Carrie. About let's 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 do it the hard way 
And then when uh, Vikram with file comes back and we see, well, let's see how easy it is outside of that, you know, by, by using an expense management uh, software. Um, so thanks again for, for joining us today, Vikram. And thank you all uh, for, for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next time on the, uh, the workshop webinar or the Wednesday workshop. Um, and we're brought to you by School of Bookkeeping. And uh, if, you, uh, if you like what you see and you want to make sure that you're uh, updated, uh, please subscribe to the, the YouTube channel and you'll get, uh, you'll get notifications once we, uh, once we go live so that you can see us uh, and, and uh, partake of the, uh, uh, of the live, uh, live broadcast. Uh, so we'll see you next time on the uh, workshop. Have a great week and thanks for helping. Thank thanks you. for joining. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. Cheers. Have a great day.